0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher.
1: So it's kind of a sad day around here. The inventor of McDonald's Happy Meals just died. Dead at 87 years of age. I should do a retro, but I won't do a retrospective. I'll just give you a little tidbit of Yolanda Fernandez Dicafino. Yolanda Fernandez Dicafino. She's from Guatemala. Anyway, uh, so I'm not sure that's pronunciation or that sound is correct how to pronounce her name, but uh, she came up with the idea for the children's meal back in 1970 or in the 70s, maybe not as far back as the 70s because McDonald's didn't start the Happy Meal until 79 here in the U.S. But she came up with the idea uh, creating the Ronald menu that would uh, eventually become the Happy Meal. McDonald's Guatemala said it deeply regrets the sensitive death of its president. So I'm not real sure what that meant. I mean, I guess we're just sorry that she passed away, but, uh, they said that, uh, without a doubt, it's one of the most difficult and sad moments for the family, the company, and it's thousands of collaborators in Guatemala. Okay. No problem. Now, originally McDonald's happy meal came with a hamburger, small fries, and, and an ice cream sundae i'm i'm good with that right now to be honest with you let's bring that back uh maybe we could do that in honor of yolanda just an idea throwing it out there for you mcdonald's um now that also in the version of the happy meal the first one in the u.s it came you know that start we started america said we got to give the kids a toy and that way we can sell the you know, the deal with the toy companies instead to movies and everything and make a fortune. But uh, they did, they did they had to have the McDonald's toy. Uh, they came with a toy and it also gave the parents the option of ordering a hamburger with or without cheese. It's the fourth most popular item on the menu in today's world, Happy Meal. Roughly 30, no, oh, that's not 32, that's 3.2. That still seems low. Three point two million Happy Meals are sold. Oh, every day. Okay, that that seems possible. That that's that seems like that's, that guy could be done. Is it, Jeff? Because that's what's being reported. Yeah, that seems like it could possibly be true. <laughs> Three per second every day. That's pretty good. I'm saying that's a pretty good deal. McDonald's is probably going to keep the Happy Meal around. So, uh, Fernandez Dicofino was uh, introduced to the idea of hosting children's parties. It was her idea to, to give kids parties at McDonald's. And her contributions to the McDonald's restaurant chain, she's won the Ronald Award twice in 1980 and 1982. She's also won the McDonald's Golden Arches Award. That's the highest award the chain gives to its employees. Yolanda's an employee? I thought she was like the McDonald's person of guatemala she's an employee so she's just she's just a a lady at a working at the guatemala mcdonald's come on now right i mean it's she's just a cog in the mcdonald's machine what i that ticks me off now that ticks me off she created the happy meal she created bringing kids in for parties and she's just she gets the highest award that a an employee gets okay we've got we were gonna do a little investigation into yolanda and find out what the heck is going on i want to know more about yolanda fernandez di cofino that's his former owner of guatemala's first McDonald's. so she wasn't just an employee that's just that mcdonald said well we got to give her something all right give her the give her the employee award she'll be happy with that anyway uh, Yolanda Fernandez DiCofino dead at 87 years of age Welcome to Chewing the Fat Okay so I'm not sure how I would handle this and, and this is something for you to think about if you were to find this out So health authorities in Spain are blaming human error for the switching of two baby girls in a maternity ward 20 years ago. So the mix up came to light after one of them discovered uh, through a DNA test that, uh, hey, these people aren't my parents. And so then they went to the hospital and they said, ooh, man, that was, look at that. You're right. That was man. Did we hate that person? But it was doing It was all human error. And we, you know what? We haven't been able to find out who to blame. <laughs> uh, it's just somebody, somebody screwed up. So apparently, they were born five hours apart, and since they were underweight, they both were placed in incubators. And so then, when they got the kids out of the incubators, they gave them to the wrong parents. I mean, we're to assume that that's what happened. Unless one of the parents went in and said, Ooh, I don't like that one. That one doesn't look like me. I want the other one. Give me that one. Yeah, that's my kid. I'll take that one. I mean, that could have happened as well. But we don't know. We don't know. The hospital doesn't know. The Spain Medical Association doesn't know. I think that's what they're called, right? They're uh, <laughs> the health chief of Spain. Yeah, the medical association. Same thing. So uh, they're saying now that uh, the woman, now nineteen, who discovered she'd been given the wrong parents, is demanding compensation because right now three point five million dollars will make it better. Oh, okay. Uh, the other woman who was handed to the wrong parents has been informed of the mistake. It doesn't say what hap- What the other what the other person is doing now? For real, what are you going to do? i mean the people who raised you are your parents right they're just not your blood so do you and it's not their fault they raised you as their own you just had to go out and get that silly dna test and find out that they weren't your parents maybe she's probably and she probably needs some kind of blood transfusion or something some bone marrow thing and dad was like yeah let's go and then um, you can't do it. You're no match. So uh, that's it. Have a nice day. Get out of here. So 3.5 million. Does that mean they both? I mean, the other one, there's nothing in there about the other one. What happens? And is 3.5 million enough? I don't know. And I would say uh, my first reaction to 3.5 million would be uh, no. Uh, you know what would make it better? I'm 19 years old, and someone screwed up 20 years ago. Uh, you know, at least 10 million makes it better. 10 million, an apology. All right, 15 million, because you got to give you got to give your folks five million, because you're dumping them, right? The people that raised you, you're like, ooh, you're not my parents. I'm done with you. No wonder I didn't like you to begin with. <laughs> I didn't want to be here. Yeah, I'm out. But I'll give you five million of my fifteen million. I'm deep in ten. We're out of here. Now the other one. What's the other one do? I mean, do, and what are the parents of the parents do? I mean, they're out a lot of money, man. Somebody there. Somebody owes somebody a lot of money because three point five does not even begin to pay for the suffering that I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> we have to follow this story. Because I want to know how much this family gets. Uh, both families. Because the kids, the parents, and we have to find someone has got someone needs to be held responsible. We've Got to find out who the deal. You know, it was the nurse is already dead. It's some old nurse that died 10 years ago. And she was old and haggard at the time working in the incubators for the kids. The little NICU units. And his as is yours and they'll blame it on her yeah she just gave you the wrong kid sorry wow that would I don't know what I'd do I mean you you love the kid you've raised for, for real now you love the kid you've raised because you've raised them as your own and now everybody knows that you're not Wow that is that's really sad but 20 million. All right, twenty five million will make it feel better. I'll get over it with twenty five million, okay. And I, I don't want to have to pay for health care anymore from your health care chain. Uh, if something's wrong with me, I, I'm coming right in. All right. In fact, that room right there, that one's mine. Uh, when I, <coughs> when I get a little cough, that's uh, my room. I'm in there, okay. If I, if I, if I ever come down with I'm getting right in, okay? All right. We have to talk a little bit about the dumbing down of human beings in America. All right? And it's it's a sad day, really. Um, Years ago, we, on a show called Pat and we used to do a segment called uh, Russian dash cam videos. And we did segments of people all over Europe, and really in America, too, but mostly all over Europe, getting hit with cars and you'd watch it on the dash cam and we made the joke of no one was hurt or no one was killed in any of the videos and you saw great crashes and people get hit but the reason all these cars in russia and europe had these dash cams is because people used to do insurance fraud claims and they would walk out in front of people's cars and pretend to get oh 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 you hit me and people would be backing up and oh 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 my leg my leg my leg and they would sue the insurance company for money so they all put dash cams in so that they could avoid getting sued by people trying to you know scam them by getting hit so in slidell louisiana i'm not saying that i'm not i'm not casting any aspersions on people from Louisiana because it could be you know dumbed down criminals in any state this just happens to be in Louisiana Uh, I mean it's no Mississippi but it's you know it's Louisiana so a man uh, tried to uh, walk behind a, a Tesla I guess he thought the person who had a Tesla had some money and uh oh oh you hit me you hit me you hit me ow 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 only he didn't realize that uh you know Tesla has cameras on it that's what they do there's cameras all around on the Teslas and so there's video of him not getting hit by the car and just falling down and yelling that he was hit. So it's kind of the dumbing down of American. We have to figure out a new scam, okay? you ought to already know that. That was that scam's been pulled. Now maybe you work out something new. It's possible. And you know what? You just have to pick right, the right car, right? After you can't. And they all have cameras. Remember, we just had the. Did we talk about it or not? I don't know that I ever talked. We had the guy that took the vet for a drive, a test drive after it was fixed, and he ended up racing on the interstate with another car. You know, I watched that, by the way, and I don't. I, I hope that guy still has a job because I don't think he deserved getting fired. We did talk about it because I remember talking about him. They replaced it, right? The, the car dealership gave the guy who owned the car a brand-new car. You had a brand-new car because this mechanic raced it on the interstate for a few seconds give me a break
0: he was doing 148 miles an hour in it oh my gosh
1: that that's that's what you want he was there to test drive the car after it was fixed and it was and he got off on the right exit he didn't go out of the way i'm telling you it was the fix was in that was a that was a realize that's why that's like the You know what will make this better is 25 million dollars will it okay you know right you shouldn't have done that okay back to my original point everyone has a camera there's cameras everywhere you're on you're on film everywhere no matter what you do you're pumping gas you're robbing the old lady in front of walmart wherever you're at there's a camera all right you gotta upgrade your thinking on how to scam and get some money out of people because you're on camera. I just watched a video earlier today about a, a jewel thief saying that he fired his gun at a jewelry store. It didn't say anyone was hurt. He just fired his gun. That was the story. So it must have been in New York. A gun was fired. And he got away with 100000 I looked at the video of him. Now, I'm pretty sure that if you, and you could quote me on this, if you know him, you know him. If you know who he is, you know who he is. But he's got a hood on and he's wearing a mask. Now, if that, I mean, he's thinking of other people's health. That's for sure. Because that's the kind of mask he had on. But, as he, you know, he's going to get away with it. Now, you know, he's thinking. there. He knows there's cameras. Maybe that's the lady throwing eggs at Larry Elder. She's wearing the gorilla mask. Doesn't want people to know who she is. You got to upgrade your thinking a little bit got to know that you're on film at all times that is actually a good rule of thumb always believe you're on film always don't ever think it's my privacy and they shouldn't be not in today's world man everybody's got a camera look at all the footage we get from people's door cams and garage cams and car cams and butt cams and every other damn cam in america Yeah, that's right. You didn't see the butt cam once? No, you you should go to (laughs) (laughs) buttcam.com. Hey, welcome to com. I mean, we see them. There's cameras everywhere is my point, okay? All right, we'll move on. You get my point. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So good. Did you see where Steve Burns, you remember Steve Burns, the guy who played, uh, well, Steve on uh, Blue's Clues? Nick Jr. Don't look at me like that. Do you remember Blue's Clues and Nick Jr.? Hello. Well, he left, right? I mean, Steve just left. I mean, the show was top of the world when he left, and he, I guess, is coming back now for the anniversary. And uh, I guess, I guess, it's been what twenty-five years or something like that. Wow. Since Blue's Clues, is that right? That can't be right 25 years is that right yeah 25th anniversary wow okay so anyway he's coming back to explain why he left and he nick jr tweeted it out Now i have not listened to this is two minutes long it could get agonizing so we may have to cut it off but steve is going to explain to us why he left and i thought he didn't he get busted in the park you know touching himself in the park i think he did or he got busted with a bunch of drugs or something are those just urban legends okay maybe they are but that's what i remember hearing so anyway let's hear what he has to say why he left oh Hi. God. you got a second oh my god he's like 80 now okay.
0: You remember how, when we were younger, we used to um, run just around and hang out with and find clues I and did. I do talk remember. to I Salt, freak I out, remember, I remember. Mail, do all the fun stuff, and then one day I was like, oh hey, guess what, big news, I'm leaving, uh, this is my brother Joe, he's your new best friend, and then I got on a bus and I left.
1: Yeah, that's when you got busted for a and bunch didn't of cocaine. we see each other for
0: like a really long time. Yeah. Can we just talk about that? Yes, that's what we want. Great, okay. because I I realized that 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 was kind of abrupt. Yeah, um, Are you I got out just of prison now got went to college, and
1: uh, oh, that was really okay. Okay, stop for one moment, please. Okay, that's what we're going to call prison. Went to college, okay. yeah, clown college. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Don't start messing with clowns, man. I love clowns.
0: Challenging, by the way, but great because. I got to use my mind and take a step at a time. And now I literally am doing many of the things that I wanted to do. Are you, and then look at you and look at all you have done yeah, and all you have accomplished I've in made. all that time, zero, and but it go just, ahead. Oh, he's not talking so to me. Amazing, right. I mean, we started out with clues, right? It's what student loans and um Um, jobs uh, and families uh, probation that kind of thing has been kind of hard you know yeah i know you know i do right i do and i wanted to tell you that i i really couldn't have done all of that without your help uh you're welcome and i know that and in fact all the help that you helped me with when we were younger is still helping me oh
1: my gosh that's so nice
0: and that's super cool I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you. Oh, we never forget you either, Steve. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Yeah, me Thanks too. You look great,
1: by the way. Thank you. Don't be using Whatever my lines. Don't, don't, that pisses me off, he's using my lines like that. Oh, you look great, by the way. Don't be using Jeff Fisher chewing the fat lines. Don't do it. So anyway, Steve is back for their 25th anniversary. And we're going to get a bunch of bull crap. The guy has done so well. And he wants you to know that he's doing things he wants to do. He's going to come back and do the 25th anniversary for Blue's Clues to make a little extra cash. I guess why not? I guess the, the real story or the story he likes to tell is that he left because he was losing his hair too fast. And he didn't want to go bald doing Blue's Clues. So that may actually be the truth. And that might not have been his choice. Nick Jr. might have said, Uh, Steve, you're out. Okay, we're not having a baldy run around here with a blue dog looking for clues. That's possible. And if you look at some of the pictures as the show progressed, uh, he needed some keeps.com desperately. But, and I don't know, I thought, who was the guy that got arrested for playing in the park? I'm asking.
0: Well, Pee-wee was in the adult no, theater. No,
1: not Pee-wee Herman. He got a raw deal. Yeah, he did. I love Pee-wee Herman. I love Pee-wee Herman. And he got that was ridiculous, the amount of payment he had to do for that. Pee-wee's Playhouse was a genius show. Genius. One of my favorite segments of all time is in Pee-wee's Playhouse. Where yeah, that had, was the theater
0: he was in, right? The Pee-wee's Playhouse? Yeah, that was the theater <laughs>
1: If it was in today's world, he could just be home online and nobody would know. Back in those days, he had to go to the theater to do it. Unless you were, you know, you get tired with magazines, so you had to go to the theater, okay? It was just the way it was. (laughs) That's what my grandfather used to tell me. Anyway, so Pee-Wee's Playhouse, he had one of my favorite bits in Pee-Wee's Playhouse was the foil collection. And he would get a piece of foil from something and he would Oh, another piece of foil. It'd be a really tiny piece of foil. And he'd go to the window and this giant roll of foil would roll up to the window. And he'd just paste the little piece of foil on it. And then it would roll back. It's just a funny bit. As long as we're talking about Pee Wee, I'll move on from Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's fine. But speaking of Pee Wee, uh, Pee-wee? No, Pee-wee. California, now I can't stop thinking about Pee-wee's playhouse. All right, California, they're going to uh, have a new law that is going to outlaw stealthing. Uh, We're talking about, as long as we're talking about Pee-wee and Pee-wees. Stealthing is removing a condom without permission during the act. So I guess you you gotta you're gonna have to ask for permission. That joke we did uh, we made the bit a, a long time ago about having to ask for permission every single step of the way. I mean that's turning to be fact. I mean every step of the way. So it doesn't change the criminal code according to Governor Gavin Newsom but instead it would amend the civil code so that a victim could sue the perpetrator for damages, including punitive damages. So if you were to have been stealthed on and then you have to sue because you can't ever be clean again, you're gonna, what would make you feel clean again? $10 million, okay. All right good. I'm guessing and it's just a thought and I don't know this, but if you're a stealther uh, you may not have 10 million laying around. I don't know that though. I don't know it's very possible I don't know that but inside this story it talks about them uh, getting help and being uh, having support. From the Erotic Service Providers Legal Educational Research Project. Now, I never heard of the Erotic Service Providers Legal Educational Research Project, but it said that it could allow sex workers to sue clients who remove condoms during otherwise consensual sex. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Um, it doesn't I don't know that that would work out well for the sex workers. Uh Your Honor, uh, I have the support of what is erotic service providers legal educational research project. What is that? A slurp? A slurp. Nah never mind, we won't call them that. That's just mean. Never mind. That's fine. Never mind. Are you gonna sue if you're a professional sex worker? You gonna sue the guy? I mean, you might if you don't beat his ass or hers. Sorry, I don't mean to be judge or whatever whatever pronoun you want to use. You're a professional sex worker. You can be whatever you want, but you're gonna do some. You're gonna do some butt beating. There's other jokes in that too. Let's move on away from that. According to this, also in this story. It talked about how the state Senate moved to treat the rape of a spouse the same as the rape of a non-spouse. The bill removes an exemption to the rape law if the victim is married to the perpetrator. So wait... They want to treat rape of a spouse the same as the rape of a non spouse. First I'd like to say I thought rape was rape. Not really sure what that is. And I'd like to know what the difference that how they treated that. Because I mean people have gotten into trouble saying you can't rape your wife. A lot of people disagree with that. Saying that you can rape your wife. I'm just saying, you. according to this, they're going to treat it different and you're going to be able to be treated the same if you're married to the perpetrator. It's still a rape. So in California, is one of 11 states that distinguish. Oh, here we go. Distinguished between spousal rape and other forms of sexual assault. Why? The bill supporters said the distinction lingers from a time when women were expected to obey their husbands. Man, you do not get those days back. Oh, just stop. Don't look at me. It's just a joke. No, it was just a joke. I was just kidding. Really. Silly. It was just a joke. Stop looking at me like that. So I see this story about Timothy Armstrong. He was issued a criminal citation for public intoxication and disorderly conduct following an in-air disturbance. Aboard a flight from Los Angeles to Salt Lake City. Now, the guy is clearly intoxicated. Uh, I just saw a video that we talked. These airlines, man. They, this guy was really drunk and they wouldn't let him on the plane now remember the day when you could just get drunk and get on a plane and fly nah I don't either but you used to be able you used to be able to at least pretend you could get drunk and get on a plane why do they sell alcohol uh airside if they don't want you drunk on the plane I'm just asking you know for a friend but uh so this guy starts growling and barking on this plane. Nobody does anything. If I'm on the plane, I'm telling, dude, sit down and shut the up. I'm taking, you know, I'm going to say something. I'm not just going to sit there. So I see this news report and they're talking to this guy. I guess his name is Dennis Bush. I guess that's his name. Cause he's the guy that says in the news report, I started filming. It makes me think I know now why you didn't say anything. Just play the report. Now, now,
0: you can't hold us. Watch as this belligerent passenger argues with a pilot on this American Airlines flight from L.A. to Salt Lake City. Yeah, they
1: brought the pilot
0: sit. The passenger then appears to stumble backwards through the aisle, put his face mask over his eyes before shouting, You'll find it! Really? Once seated, the passenger appears to growl, snarl, and chew on his mask, visibly agitated. That's awesome. He was swearing, he was yelling, he was flipping them off. Dennis Bush was connecting through L.A. from Hawaii and started shooting this video after the first incident halfway through the flight, directed at a woman seated nearby. He started saying that that wasn't her seat, that they didn't belong there, um, Ah. and and the couple was of Asian descent. And oh, uh, stop right there! It was very uncomfortable. uh, Dennis,
1: it's very uncomfortable. And the couple was of Asian descent, so it had to be some sort of racist attack. It couldn't be just a drunk on a plane all right that that ticks me off but go ahead just that's it's, it's a fact in the story jeff go ahead she
0: started to cry, realized this was going to be more than just one racist outburst. Bush says the passenger then directed his anger toward the flight staff, repeatedly getting yeah, out of his seat drunk. to confront them. Each time that he got up, you could just feel the anxiety in the whole cabin as everyone kind of tensed up, not knowing how about to you stand up because, like, yourself, really asked us to, to not engage. And I think um, everyone could just oh, kind of see. OK, that we stop pro- that.
1: That, that would not happen on Fisher Air. Uh, we have a passenger, an unruly passenger, barking, growling, and snarling at, uh, at other passengers. You're allowed to get up and kick his ass. Go ahead. Set him down. Come on now. Hello? Hello? This is Fisher Air Pilot, Satan. Go ahead kick his ass to have him bark again. (laughs) Uh. I am in love with Satan Air. I might have to turn Fisher Air. No, just Satan is the pilot. Yeah, it's Fisher Air. Satan is the pilot and he'll take care of it. I mean, I'm I'm frustrated because I believe that there's no way anyone could hijack a plane in today's world. At least... I used to believe that because I did. I think, you know, people are drunk and hollering, they're pissed, and they've had to wait in the airlines, and it's not all the passengers' fault being frustrated with these airlines. Yes, that's right, Miss and Mr. Flight Attendant, you heard me. It's partly your fault, too, or your company's fault for overbooking, for being delayed, for waiting, for deciding. I mean, there's other issues just than passengers, but... I dig. So let's just say that the guy is drunk and out of control. Okay, I got you. But no one does anything. No one stands up, does anything. They're asked to disengage. I don't think that would happen. I I don't think it would happen. Maybe if they were like Dennis and they were upset and worried, then it's possible that someone could hijack a plane in today's world. I still don't believe it. I don't believe if someone tried that in today's world, we wouldn't let it happen. And I know we're 20 years out. Today is the 9th of September, 2021, two days, two days away from the 20-year anniversary of 9-11 and the 18-month anniversary of the pandemic, the coronavirus, COVID-19, SARS-V-2 pandemic from the World Health Organization. So I mean the celebrations are in order all around, everybody. Party and have fun. <laughs> at least at least this weekend we'll be able to say our prayers and remember nine eleven and then let's play football. We got college football. We've got that. We've got that going for us, so we're good to go. And today, for those of you listening live on the 9th, we have Our president, Joe Biden, I try to back off from politics a little bit on chewing the fat, but he's giving us his six point plan, and we are going to be saved from that. You can count on that. Uh, Pudding. He's going to be, it's going to be agonizing. And he's going to be able to say that he got everybody out of Afghanistan. They've announced that they're going to go ahead and let the final. 100 or so people that they claim are the only Americans or allies left in Afghanistan that want to get out are going to get out. It's funny because there's multiple flights with thousands of people on lists to get out of that country. Yet all we care about is just this hundred and we're to believe those are the only hundred to get out. Interesting. That's interesting, Mr. President. It's interesting. But you go ahead and claim whatever you want to claim today, because you can count on him claiming success today. It may not have happened exactly as we planned, but we were in a 100% agreement that we needed to get out of Afghanistan, and we got out, and now we're 100% out, and were there a few mistakes made? Yes, but we're looking forward to the future, and we're out of that damn country as it is. Oh, okay, thanks. Now, I want to give you the six-point plan of I should have thought about what my six-point plan would be from Joe Biden. Everybody wears a mask. Uh, we'd like to get this masking thing stopped, but it's we can't. We wanna. We got to get climate change under. We got to get climate change fixed. We've got to get. Uh, we got to get. Uh, to do with the masking, we've got to do some. Uh, I can't mandate federal governments, but more and more companies need to mandate being vaccinated. We've got to get you vaccinated. We've Got to get people vaccinated. We've got to uh, get people some extra money uh, in their pocket. So I'm going to need a few billion here and a few billion there and a few billion there. You know what? I'm tired of asking for it. So what I want you to do is just give me the go-ahead to just give the money where I want to give it, when I want to give it, and how much I want to give it. Thank you. Good night, everybody. My name is Joe Biden. It's pudding time. All right, just some quick COVID headlines. I know it's not Headline Friday, Fat Pile Friday, but I looked at my list of stories underneath Corona, and uh, it's growing longer every day. And so I just want to get rid of them today, go with some headlines, just some things you need to know uh, under the coronavirus heading. Uh, hospitals, some hospitals in the United States are growing close to reaching full capacity as COVID-19 continues to spread. And soon officials could be making choices about who gets an ICU bed. That was Dr. Anthony Fauci who said that. So soon, not right now, but soon hospitals could be making choices about who gets an ICU bed. Now there's plenty of people, uh, plenty of stars, spokespeople for the the masses saying that if you're unvaccinated you shouldn't be allowed to go to the hospital you shouldn't be allowed to get medical help um i would like to say i almost said i almost said f the real f you this wouldn't be the first time on this show i know but i would really seriously joy behar jimmy kimmel and plenty more in other stories that get to. If you're unvaccinated, you should seek, you should be able to be able to go into the hospital. You're unvaccinated. F*** you. the hell do you think you are? That's what hospitals are for. That really... I will say. No, I won't say that. Let's we'll go back to headlines. We'll go back to coronavirus headlines. Uh, American Airlines Alaska Air is going to stop company pay protections for unvaccinated employees, though. So yeah. if you're unvaccinated, you don't. get No, there's not going to be any health benefits or, or protections. No, we're fine right now. Uh, there's. A, I mean, the list of companies requiring vaccines get longer every single day. And a Vietnam man was just jailed for five years for spreading coronavirus. I don't know if he did that stealthing, or if it was just him spreading, because I, I have to actually open the story to tell you what he did, so okay, I will, I'll, I'll bypass the, the headline here and see exactly what he did. He was convicted of spreading dangerous infectious diseases. One day trial, uh, People's Court of the Southern Province of Kamo state-run Vietnam news agency reported uh, success stories, traveled back to Kama from Ho Chi Minh, breached the 21-day quarantine regulations, infected eight people. How do they know that it was him that infected the eight people? That's why he needed a better attorney. If he got five years for that? Wow, because they're saying he breached the 21-day quarantine and infected eight people? Wow, okay, all right. Uh, Vietnam is battling a bunch of cases, yeah, but so so what? He didn't infect all of these people. You know, five years for Brink? Come on. You don't want to be in Vietnam in today's world. Did you ever? Really? I mean, is that the... Okay. Back to headlines on that, okay? Oh, Macy's. Good news, though. Macy's says that the public can return to watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yay! yay, because it was kind of, eh, this year. I mean, we watch it. I watch it every year on television. I've been to a Macy's Day Parade. I love going to the parade. But, the you know, it was a little it was a little bougie this year on air. So, I mean, they need to up that game a little bit. But, you know, we still watch it. But you can visit now. We can get people back. If you can get back into New York, maybe just New Yorkers will be able to go. Because I don't think you're going to be able to... You're going to be able to visit New York. It could be me, though. Uh, we're finding out that, uh, ooh, we're finding out that, uh, I don't know why this is in my coronavirus pile, but uh, we're finding out that uh, Ecuadorians are the biggest number sneaking across the borders now, and it's only costing them 15 grand. So if you're from Ecuador and want to come to the U.S., uh, 15 grand and you're in I guess thanks to the you hop on the back of a coyote and you ride right into the country. That's how you get snucked into the old u s of a <laughs> um, Italy mandates vaccine cards to fly, take a train, or go to university. Wow so in Italy mandates all around now you don't have to get vaccinated but you can't fly take a train or go to university just like the kid in uh, New Jersey Uh, he's he can't go to uh, he can't go to school Rutgers it's not going to let him go to school even though he was going to school you know virtually but no no even though you're all students must be vaccinated I know but I don't go to campus I just take classes online nope Tough, it's the way it goes. Not gonna happen. You have to be vaccinated. Oh, okay. And we get the lady here that says the doctor, a doctor, was uninvited to her best friend. And I, I would, I would, would she really be considered a best friend? She was uninvited to the best friend's wedding because she was a healthcare worker and around sick people, nasty people that might have COVID, and we can't be sure. Oh, you have not been quarantined long enough. And, you know, I love you and everything. And we're best friends. But, uh, no, you are uninvited to the wedding, okay? I'd love to have you here. (laughs) But, uh, no, I can't. uh, We can't have you coming to the wedding, uh, sopping all things up with your nasty, dirty germs coming to the wedding. Oh, okay. Can we still... Be best friends then? Oh, yeah. No, no, we can't do that. Now we have the uh, new mu variant. And I had a story this morning as I was filling in for Pat Gray about the new virus in America. The new, here it is right here. The new, uh, the new Nipah, NIPA. N-I-P-A-H. N-I-P-A-H. It's more deadly than COVID nineteen. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. Thank you. More, it's more deadly than COVID nineteen. So officials in India are racing to contain a virus outbreak that has claimed the life of a twelve year old boy. Now let me get this right. So, one 12-year-old boy died, and we're worried. Uh, it doesn't bode well for the virus. So, the boy was taken to the hospital in uh, Southern Kerala State with a high-grade fever and suspected brain inflammation. After blood tests, he was diagnosed with the NIPA, N-I-P-A-H, virus, and then died. Officials are using contact tracing, quarantine, and hospitalization of uh, the 188 people who have come in contact with the preteen to prevent a widespread outbreak. This is one of those viruses we really need to pay attention to. That's what uh, a research professor at the University of Florida's Environmental and Global Health Department told U.S. Is it? Is it? Is it? Do we need to watch out for NIPA? All right. Fine. Uh... The reemergence of the Nipah virus is compacting a problem in a nation already grappling with the effects of COVID-19. Oh, so we're more concerned about India than We just don't want Nipah spreading through India. Okay, so the Nipah virus first discovered in Malaysia and Singapore in 1999 after multiple pigs and people became sick. Okay, so far... The only recorded outbreaks have occurred in Asia. Yeah, that's going to, you know, that's going to be ending really quick. It's classified as a zoonotic virus that initially spreads from animals to people. So it jumps and can also be transmitted through contaminated food and directly between people. That's great. That's great. I'm excited. So we can catch it from animals and we can also catch it from contaminated food. And once I catch it from Porky the pig, I can spread it to my family. That's great. Nipah. How about nipa you? Okay. Nipa you. Is that how you say it? N-I-P-A-H? Yeah, that's right. Nipah you. Sure. That's what it is. <laughs>